Welcome back into the great Scott show, the great sports callers open think tank. Joining me now as he does Monday mornings is Raging Cajun baseball coach Matt Deggs after a series sweep in Monroe against ULM the day after Easter. He's joining us. Uh, coach, I hope you had a great Easter. Good morning. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you guys, Scotty? We had a great Easter. Happy Easter to everybody. And, uh, just proud to be on here with you. I see you got the the theme song rolling again. It's got. I mean, if that's going to be your walk up music, then <laughs> I guess I got to play it when you you join us on the air. Uh, it's uh, three three games, uh, three different ball games, but the same result for for each one. You guys come away with a couple of wins. Um, going back to to the Thursday win, I want to start off with Coach uh, Spencer Arigetti, As good as he is, I think. Maybe the thing that impresses me most is when he's off, he's still great. Is that is that fair to say? Like even when he doesn't have his best stuff, he's still, I think, one of the the, the better pitchers in the country, and that's the mark of, I think, a guy that just has incredible grit. You know. Well, I think his he's to the point now where what he's got going for him is his numbers proceeding uh, before he before he even shows up. And that's that's probably worth, you know, several outs in itself, just the perception and the numbers. Uh, and then you're exactly right. He's full of grit and intensity and, and compete. And there's intent that comes off every single pitch that he throws. And no matter where it's going, if it's a ball or a strike or if he executes it or not, there's just bad intentions coming off of it. So that plays in his favor as well. We knew when you guys – started the season or I guess we knew coach when you took over his head coach I should say um ultra aggressive that was going to be an approach uh when Carson Racaforte is breaking a school record for most stolen bases in a single game with five it's also his it was his I think uh, second straight four hit performance but the stolen base aspect of it do you know going in not that he's going to set a school record per se but okay with this matchup tonight we think Carson can really steal some bags here tonight. Well, I don't know if it's so much about Carson as much as you, you, you get there, whoever you're playing, right? And you have an idea going in, but, but being able to take extra bags depends on one thing. Can you steal first base? And stealing first base is the hardest one to steal. And that's a product of him, you know, reaching base, uh, having a really good on-base percentage. Uh, and then, if they show us a chink in the armor, no matter who you're playing, uh, then we start to chip away at that, and that's just what happened. ESPN1420.com, Matt Deggs is our, is our, is our guest. Um, Brennan Bro, <clears throat> I look at, at what he brings to the table each time out, Coach, and it seems like when you're, when you're moving the lineup around, right, with position players, it feels like you now know maybe, and maybe I'm off base here, but – Right, if it's a left-handed guy, maybe Haney gets to start. Bro enters when a right-hander comes in. As much as you guys tinker the lineup, do you now kind of have a? How do I word this? When you tinker the lineup, do you know kind of ahead of time with the matchup? Okay, this is the exact lineup we're going to play, and then when they make this move, we're going to make this move. I'm probably not wording it right, but I know how much you guys like yeah. to, to change it around. But now you have a better idea of exactly how you're going to change it rather than just kind of trying to alter it day to day, right? Well, I think the word you're looking for is continuity. There you go. And, yeah, I think the the roles are are 
closer to being identified uh, than, say, two weeks ago. Uh, you know, take Saturday, for instance. I hit Haney second on Saturday, knowing that the lefty they ran out there wasn't going to be in there very long, and then we could have Brennan in the two-hole. Uh, not that Haney wasn't going to do a good job, because I, I like him up top sometimes. Uh, but you have a little bit of that foresight in, in the, the process of putting the, the lineup together. Now, <clears throat> I think this run that we're on coincides with a little bit with the continuity that we just kind of stumbled into because of injuries and whatnot. Uh, but then it was it was kind of thrown out of whack, you know, because Benny Fitzgerald went down. And uh, he didn't. He didn't even appear in the last two games. So, what what I really liked was there was a lot of guys pick up his slack uh, because that's a big guy to be out of the lineup, uh, and we were able to win those games anyway. Seems like all the different lineups are are uh, the substituting. When you had a game like you were going into Friday, where you had a number of injuries, <clears throat> it's starting to pay off now at this point in the season. Yeah. Well. Uh, the playing time that we've been able to get a lot of dudes, uh, it's not like it's their first time out there. Uh, take CJ, for example. Had a great day on Saturday, I thought, and, uh, you know, hadn't been out there in a while, but he had been out there a bunch previously. And, you know, you could go on down the line. I think one of the storylines that, that isn't even talked about uh, is Josh Cofield. You know, the guy gets three straight pinch hit knocks for our Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's incredible. That is very, very hard to do. I think he's uh, – let me look at these analysis stats real quick. This is very hard to do. He's 7 for 12 pinch hitting. Wow. I mean, this is like we're talking about Rusty Staub or Manny Moda or somebody. This is incredible. Whenever your number's called, be ready. But uh, it seems like he always is, Coach. He's just got a knack for it. It's incredibly tough to do. And, you know, one thing that I don't, unless you were there, you don't understand is Thursday and Friday were incredibly cold. It was, it was chilly, man. Uh, that stadium, the way it's set up from the second you walk in there for a night game, you're in the shade. And there was probably a, a 15, 20 degree difference between the shade and the sun. And, they, they're filled faces the north, so a south wind blows out, but a north wind blows in, and that wind is in your face the whole time, and it's cold. So, you know, Cofield's over there minding his own business and, and just, hey, go hit, let's go. And, man, the guy just has a knack for pinch hitting. You guys have, have used a different, a different number of players in the leadoff spot. Do you feel like for Connor Kimple that, that's a good, you know, a good place for him? I mean, is he settling in there? Well, I'm looking at it right now. Kemple, as a leadoff hitter, is hitting 607. So to say it fits him well, it might be an understatement. Scotty, I mean, if you're into that type thing. (laughs) 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 So that's that's how that came about. Just kind of looking at these analysis stats and, and, uh, you know, who has a knack for leading off? Well, Kemple's hitting 607. Let's go with him. And I, I like that. I thought he had a great weekend. Boy, he really worked some counts, too. Yeah, man, make him earn it. And um, speaking of earning it, Coach, you, you told me Saturday after the win against ULM, you felt like, you know, in the 28 games this season, the one thing that 
wasn't on the resume yet was a big comeback win. You guys had a yeah. big comeback win, nine to two, um, and slowly just began to erase that thing. Six runs in the sixth, three in the seventh. Um, what was the the biggest key in your mind, aside from just David Christie, who was simply incredible? I guess start with him. What did you see out of this young man that made you feel like he's going to get this back into it? And then on the other side of it, what did you think was the next biggest key for that? We we needed that comeback because we've come back literally in every game. I mean, LSU, bases drunk late in the game, chance to take the lead and hit a 110-mile-an-hour line drive right into the guy's glove. Uh, McNeese, uh, we're going to come back and win that game. And bases loaded, last inning, uh, chance to take the lead. Houston Baptist come back uh, and tie it and then lose it in extra innings. Southern Miss, uh, down one nothing in the ninth and hit a ball off the top of the wall and we don't run as hard as we can because we think it's gone. That should have been a double, next pitch, double play. Southern Miss come back, losing extra innings on Sunday. Uh, TCU were 2-1 to one in the 6th or 7th. Uh, Coastal Carolina were down and, and load them up again and lose. So, I mean, how many games did I just name? Five? Yeah. Or 17 and 11. I mean, how would you like to be 22 and 6? Uh, so I felt like this ball club deserved that and needed that, and I think it's going to go a long way for our confidence. And to answer your question, it doesn't happen without David Christie uh, because he went out there, what, he threw five, gave up one hit, no runs, a bunch of punch-outs, one walk, uh, just an incredible performance. Yeah, didn't allow a, an earned run in those five innings. Uh, was terrific. And you look at Robertson and Lede and Borgano, all with – Multi-hit games, of course, Cofield coming in with the big clutch pinch hit as, as he's prone to do. Um, speaking of, of, of Borgano, is he uh, – I think Top told me this. He was saying, man, he really just feels like that, that pest you got to have in the lineup. Is that a good description? Yeah, he's a seasoned player, right? I mean, he's played at an extremely high level there at Cal State Fullerton, been on some great teams. He's been in Super Regionals and been on the field and – uh, he's got a game speed. He's got a different gear when the game starts. And, and I think he breached base five straight times one of the games, maybe uh, Friday or Saturday. Uh, yeah, he's a good little player. You guys beat Nichols earlier this year in Thibodeau in a, a game with 17 runs. Nine to eight was the final. You got him coming to Russo Park tomorrow night. You guys know who you're going to throw yet and what kind of – matchup issues potentially could the Colonels present? Well, I think when you look at our week that was the game we didn't talk about, maybe me and you have talked since then, I can't remember, but uh, was the Monday game yeah. against Coastal. We shot and, it the day after, but but I, okay. it, but it's okay. all good, man. I mean, you because I, I, we could circle back to that. You, you feel like that one, that performance where you won the way you did um, kind of fueled you guys into Monroe a little bit? Well, I thought the, the, the Sunday game really started that coming back and responding off the five to three loss with the bases loaded there and, uh, able to come back and win kind of in the same fashion they did five to three and then just a complete game on Monday, seven nothing. But that was fueled to, to get to your point that was fueled by Jack Burke 
and uh, just an incredible performance on the mound. So I think he's going to be a good matchup for us uh, tomorrow night uh, going against uh, Nichols. Uh, Nichols is an extremely tough team. Uh, they're very, very well coached. Uh, and they'll present some some issues tomorrow night just through their sheer grit and scrappiness. Yeah, it, it um, you told me I guess it was Tuesday when you know guys like Jack Burke have performances like that, or or Austin Perrin, um, when it's a guy that's been there for a while, battled through things, whether it be injuries or whatnot, and and gets to have those moments. I think your exact quote last week was, "It's the best part of coaching." Um, when you see the game pay someone back that's done it right, is there anything better or more rewarding as a head coach? I don't think so. I don't think there's anything more rewarding in life uh, than redemption. And be it for yourself or somebody else, man, just gives you goosebumps and chills to see it happen and, and come full circle and see the work you've put in rewarded. Uh, so... You know, the guys like Perrin and Burke and guys that have been through so much here, uh, man, they deserve all the success they get. Connor Cook on down the line. Ragey Cajun baseball coach Matt Deggs, our guest. Well, let's let's wrap it up, Coach. You asked me Saturday night um, if I was, uh, when it comes to Easter egg hunts, if I was a hunter or a hider. Now, now that I have young children, you know, I'm a hider. I got to hide the eggs. They go find them. But – I, I feel like you it doesn't matter how old you are. You you've, you seem to be a guy that's always going to be a hunter when it comes to the Easter egg hunt. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I might push somebody down to actually <laughs> grab an egg. And age doesn't matter to me. Oh, so basically I need to make sure. <laughs> I, you, know what, you know what we need to do, Matt? We need to get like, I feel like we could do it for charity. If we did an Easter egg hunt at Russo Park that involved just the team and the staff, right? It would get physical. I mean, who, who's coming out of there with a win? Are you just basically calling your shots saying, I'm taking everyone well, out? Well, I think you got to go early favorites, guys like BJ and, and Carter <laughs> Robinson and, you know, guys that are a little more physical. But then you have quick guys like Connor Cook and uh, Bobby Lede and, you know, TR, uh, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. It would be I something. I, don't, I feel I feel like there's an off-season Especially if event. there was something of value in the egg, be it candy, uh, money, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I, I feel I feel like Eric Getty would pick an egg up and just decide he wants to pitch it. That's what he would do. He would there just start and get some, some cuts involved. in there. Yeah, I don't there know, man. I don't, the thing is, if, if as competitive as as you are, Matt, I don't even personally. I don't think it needs to be a value. I think just straight up bragging rights. Like, all right, in the clubhouse, yeah. your name gets pinned up here next to the Easter egg, and it gets to stay here until next year. That that in and of itself, I feel like would turn into. Uh, the worst thing that would happen is somebody gets hurt. We don't want that, but you know, I, I feel like they might have to sign some waiver papers before you guys get there the hunt. Could on. Be. That's probably smart, just from the legal standpoint. Uh, <laughs> now, if you really wanted to raise the ante, we could go this team versus the 2014 team in an Easter egg hunt, and that might get downright naughty. No, it would. It would. I feel like that. No, you just when you it would turn like into like a Chase fight. Conrad in an Easter egg hunt. 
I mean, I guess probably all bets are off. Dude, you get Chase in there. You get, you know, Caleb, Michael Strength. I just feel like a fight would break out. Yeah, Coach. I mean, Strength shows up. <laughs> yeah, there, there could be a scrap. At that Easter egg hunts are supposed to be fun, but uh, not if you're but a They could fight with each other, too. Caleb, but, you know, they could fight, start fighting right. in house. Right. I, I, I was racing to the egg before you. No, you weren't. All right, let's go. Let's throw it out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> let's race and settle this. Matt Diggs has been our guest. I'm glad I got that Easter egg question in there. Uh, but seriously, Coach, I'm glad you had a great Easter. Um, and uh, congrats on the, uh, the series sweep. Good luck tomorrow night against Nichols, next weekend against South Alabama. I always appreciate you taking time on Monday mornings, my friend, and uh, all the best. Thanks, Scotty. Happy Easter. You got it. That is Raging Cajun Ed baseball coach Matt Diggs. Now-